I want to say this morning that we're going to talk about peace. Peace is something that uh, is talked about often, but it's really not with understanding. Uh, peace is something that we have. It is, it is a, a completeness, a soundness, a well-being. A lot of us, we ask for peace. If, if people would just leave me alone, I could have peace. And, and uh, the reality of it is, though, is that peace for the Christian is something that we should be able to have no matter how chaotic it gets around us. And, and, and peace is something that we should all understand comes only from, from God. And, and peace is a part of the chaotic Christian life. Even though it's crazy, uh, God still grants us and gives us peace. So if you have your Bibles, let's turn together to 2 Thessalonians chapter, um, chapter 3 and verse 16. Let's stand together as we read this verse together. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace, always in every way. The Lord be with you all. Father, we ask this morning that we would understand that you have given us peace. That peace comes from knowing your son. It comes from being filled with the Holy Spirit. That moment that we trust, that moment that our faith is there. Lord, the Spirit of peace dwells within us. Father, teach us how to continue in peace. How to continue in serving you even in this world that we live in and still be able to have peace. Father, deal with our hearts. Show us why we lose peace so often. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. So again, we're talking about a completeness, a soundness, a well-being. That doesn't really matter what our circumstances are it doesn't matter how chaotic it gets we should still be able to have peace peace is something that that we get because god is the one who gives us that peace that's why there in second thessalonians we see now may the lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way it is god who grants us peace it is god who gives us the peace we live in a very uh strange and changing world, um, especially here in the United States. Uh, we see so many different things. We see churches now coming out against the Bible being the word of God. And, and, and we see a lot of churches saying that the Old Testament is not a good picture of who God is and that the New Testament really is who uh, God is. And the truth is you can't have one without the other. And, um, we believe in the word of God, but we live in a day and an age where peace is being sought after, but it's being sought after in all different ways, all the wrong ways. So I want us to kind of look this morning at some different scripture and follow along with me, and we're going we're gonna to try to map out how we uh, are able to find peace in our world today. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Folks, this is just a reality. For the Christian, trials are coming. Uh, life is going to be hard. It is, it is something that we just have to understand. It's something that we have to come to grip with. It, we are certainly going to be people who are going to face many trials. And he says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Um, a lot of us ask for patience. Folks, learn to ask to be able to use what you've been given already. Um, I have found out whenever I ask for patience, a lot of times God's like, okay, 
You want to ask for them? Let me teach you how you get them. Um, and what does he say here? He says, through various trials, that's, they produce patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You and I are going to go through hard times. That is just a reality. We're going to be tested. We're going to be tempted. We're going to be tried. We're going to be shunned by others because we're living out our faith. But through it all, we will lack nothing if we are obedient to what God has called us to do. And lacking nothing means that we will have peace. Even when we are in trials, we can have peace. Even when everything around us is falling apart, the Christian should be the one who still has peace. We look at our world today, we see how over in Israel, we see the Middle East, we see all the different things, um, we see the earthquakes, we see the wars, the rumors of wars, we hear all of these things, and, we're, and we hear people saying, oh, it's, it's that time, he's coming back any moment, and folks, I, yes, I believe that Christ could come back, I do, but for some reason, the church gets worried about that, when the church itself, the Christian, should have peace in the midst of everything going on. There should be peace in our life, no matter how bad it gets. Why? Because we have the God who gives us peace. We are serving the King of kings, the Lord of lords, who has overcome everything in life. Therefore, we should have peace because we know that we are overcomers because of whom we have trusted in. Isaiah 26 verse 3 you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you one of the main reasons that we as christians lose our peace is because our mind is not fixed upon god our mind is not fixed upon christ our mind is not fixed upon the fact that we have the holy spirit who dwells us we we lose sight of whose we are and all of a sudden our peace leaves us when we take our eyes off of christ we we put our eyes on our circumstances on our situation all of a sudden we 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 start counting our needs instead of our blessings and our peace leaves us and there are so many people today who see nothing but the negative nothing but the bad and i'm telling you i i have testified to this i am one of those who has to fight that Because I can easily see the cup as being what? Half empty. That's why I try to put people around me who see the cup as half full. My wife is very optimistic. She can see the positive in things. I need people around me who can do that because what it does, it allows me to realize, you know what, this cup's not half empty, it's half full. And if I can keep my eyes upon God and his blessing, the fact that I am saved and at the end of this life, no matter what happens to me here, I will be with him forever. That brings me peace. My peace comes from God. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you how much do you read the word of god that correlates with your peace if you're not one who's in the word of god you probably don't have a lot of peace 
How much do you pray? How often do you pray? If you're not a person who prays very often, unless you're in trouble, there's probably not a lot of peace in your life. Peace comes whenever we are relying upon God for our peace. When our eyes are focused upon him, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I've talked to a number of people who are concerned about their grandchildren as they grow up and what their grandchildren are going to see in a few years what kind of life they'll live. Folks, let me tell you something. We need to teach our children to not focus on the things around them, but to focus upon the one who gave them life. We need to teach them that the word of God is the most important book they will ever read in their life. We need to teach them how to pray, how to trust, how to have faith. Because through all of that, when we teach them to keep their mind on God, they will have peace. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. If you don't have peace this morning, it's because your mind has strayed from where it needs to be. Give you a few examples. Y'all remember the three Hebrew children? What were their names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And here they are in the uh, in the in a time where they've been taken over, and uh, they're in a foreign land, and they're being told that they have to bow down to this image, and if they don't bow down, then they're going to be burned in the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are facing this, and and when they're confronted, they say, "Listen." Our God is able to save us from this fire. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow. Do you know why that's the case? Because their eyes were fixed upon God and they had peace in their situation. Now listen, if you ask me, there was no reason to have peace in that situation. They're about to be cast into a fire. They're about to be burned to death. And yet their assurance, their faith, their eyes are fixed upon God. And they have peace. And they're like, listen, put us in the fire if that's what you want to do. Our God will be with us. That only comes from peace. And peace only comes because their eyes were fixed upon God. Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel can't pray any longer. They're only allowed to petition uh, the, the king or petition the one that's in charge. And, and, and he hears of this decree and he goes up to where he normally would pray. And instead of closing the blinds, he opens them up as was his custom. And he, he prays out loud and is heard what he's done. And, and so they bring him back and they, they say, listen, you have broken the law and you knew what it was. We're going to throw you into the lion's den. And we don't see Daniel screaming and shouting, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. No, he had his eyes fixed upon God and he knew where his heart belonged. And because of that, God had given him peace. What happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They made it through the fire. What happened to Daniel in the lion's den? He made it. A lot of us are so scared to go through trials because we don't know how we're going to come out on the other side. Every time I read scripture, 
God's people always make it. You say, but Brother Tom, what about all those that were killed for their faith? Folks, they made it. You've got to quit thinking that life, making it in life is about continuing to live. Folks, sometimes making it in life is getting out of here and going there. But then we have others who say, you know what? I'm in church. I do things right. I'm trying to do good. But I still don't have peace. Let's look at David, king of Israel. He had servants. He had food. He had a palace. He had it all. Then he took his eyes off of God. And, and let, let's, let's go back to this real quick. What does it say? You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. David took his eyes off of God and put them on a woman. The next thing you know, David is in the middle of sin. There's been murder. There's been uh, the loss of a child. There has been all types of terrible things that has taken place in the life of David. And now David's peace is completely gone. Why? Because he was out of God's will. One of the biggest reasons we don't have peace in our life is because we're not doing what God called us to do. We're not in his will. We have stepped outside of the will of God and we're trying to put our eyes on things that we find pleasure in. We, We try to find things that bring us joy. And instead of those things being complete, we lack peace because we don't have our eyes fixed upon God. David had it all, but he took his eyes off of God for just a moment. And the rest of his life, the rest of his life he struggled from because of this one event you and i begin to think we've got it figured out david probably thought he had it figured out you know david loved god but just because you love god doesn't mean you have it made david took his eyes off for just a moment And if you read what happens to David's family after he does that, peace left his whole family for many, many years. Our eyes must be fixed upon God. What about the disciples? Oh, brother Tom, they had peace. They walked with God. Listen, they're out here in the middle of the the water, uh, just a a lake, and and all of a sudden the storm comes. It's, It's terrible, but they're with Jesus, so everything should be okay. No, the Bible teaches us that at that moment, the disciples, they start to, to have fear. They start freaking out, and we're going to drown. We're going to drown, and they, somebody go wake up Jesus. The only one on the boat at that time that had peace was who? It was Jesus. They wake Jesus up, and what does Jesus do? Peace, be still. The waves quit crashing. And the disciples realize something. Just because we know Christ, just because we are with him, doesn't guarantee peace. We've got to remember who he is and put our eyes upon him, our faith in him, our trust in him. Just like David, just for a moment, they forgot whose they were. they had no peace a lot of you are in this church you're going man i i really want to do right i want to love the lord i want to do this i want to do that but but i'm really struggling with this thing called peace i don't have peace well then 
how do I find that peace? First John chapter 5, verses 1 through 5 says, Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him, who begot also loves him, who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, and when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. The reason that you and I can have peace in our life today, the way that we can find peace, is very simple. Our faith is in God, his son, Jesus Christ, who has overcome all things in this world. My peace does not come from my situation. My peace does not come from uh, me being a good person. My peace comes when my eyes are fixed upon the one who has overcome. Verse 5 says, who is he who has overcome the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God of God. Folks, every one of you in here that are a true believer, there should be peace in your life. And the reason that we lose peace is because we take our eyes off of God. You can be financially sound. You can have everything you own, paid for, everything. You owe nobody anything and yet still not have peace. Why? Because your eyes are not fixed upon God. We find peace when we put our faith, our trust, and our hope in Jesus Christ and nothing else. I must come to that place where I understand that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. That he came born of a virgin, conceived by the miracle of the Holy Spirit, born of a virgin, lived a sinless, perfect life, went to the cross, perfect, without sin, went to the cross and died my own death upon my own cross. And my faith and my hope is in Jesus. I confess to him that I am a sinner. And folks, if you're wondering if that's you, if you're a sinner, trust me, we are all sinners. And I confess that to God, and I trust that to God. And the moment that I confess that Jesus is Lord and I confess that I am a sinner, I am forgiven and peace comes into my life. I have sat with many people who were this close to peace. This close. Almost persuaded. And they walked away broken. Folks, I'm telling you, if you can come to that place of confessing your sin before God, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to what? Cleanse you from all unrighteousness. 
what greater peace can you have than knowing that you are forgiven? The Bible says old things have passed where? Away. Behold, all things have become new. That's peace. Peace is when nobody else is serving God, you're still serving God. Peace is when the world is falling apart and you're like, yeah, it's supposed to fall apart. That's what the Bible says. Peace is when you're at work and everybody is angry, everybody's mad, and yet you're the one sitting over there and you're okay. Peace is there because you have put your faith and your hope and your eyes upon God. So how do I find peace? I find it by trusting in Jesus Christ. And when I trust in Christ, my sins are forgiven. The Spirit of God indwells me. And peace is there even in the midst of the storm. Aren't you thankful that we serve a good God? If you're needing peace this morning, repent. (laughs) It's not that hard. Repent. And tell God, here's my struggle. Here's where I'm not following you. I am begging. And God says, you don't have to beg. You just have to ask. Father, we ask now that this morning you would speak to our hearts. Lord, you know our hearts are wicked and deceitful. And a lot of our hearts have very little peace, if any at all, this morning. And a number of us are believers. We're Christians. And the real issue, the real issue, God, is that as believers, we have taken our eyes off of you. We've put our eyes on our circumstances. We've put our eyes on the things of this world. And now, God, we we just can't find peace. Lord, may we as the church repent and put our eyes upon you so that peace may come into our hearts once again. Father, deal with us. If there is a person here this morning that's never trusted you, God, I pray that this morning would be that time where they finally say, I have had enough. I want peace. And I will do whatever I have to do to get it. Lord, the good news is you've already done everything that that has to be done in order for them to get it. All they need to do is receive it. God, if they will confess, they will confess with their mouth that the Lord Jesus They'll confess those things that are so important. God, they will be saved. Lord God, today, show us. Show us what we must do to receive peace. And we pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.